well, welcome back to part two of Gratitude Makes You Attractive. Um, so we left off with kind of talking about the brain and how the brain works and how we can cultivate this attitude of gratitude. And so the, the gratitude um, piece really comes from filling ourselves with a sense of awe and wonderment. And so, you know, what do we think about during all this time? Do we think about some of the good things and, and maybe look through life a little bit more with the child's eye, right? So how does, how do the kids in your life look at things, right? Everything is kind of new and exciting and, you know, a field of dandelions that sprouted is not, you know, the um, worst thing that can ever happen. They pick up that dandelion with all of the seeds on it and they blow and they make a wish, right? And so they're wishing on things that they want. And um, I saw a picture recently too of a little guy, you know, he couldn't play with his friends. Um, he couldn't go to the library to do story time. And it was this whole story, you know, about this little guy and how things had changed. And so in, instead what he did is he went out, um, he went out to the field and he read to his little baby calf, right? Because he wanted some companionship and something to do. So rather than stay stuck in the negative, he made a way to do something uh, kind of fun and connecting. So I just thought that was so cute. Um, and so what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on finding, you know, looking at the storm and all of the bad things that are going on? Or are we trying to see the rainbow at the end of the storm? Um, you know, there's, there is um, always a silver lining and, and we are promised, right? That the, the, the uh, world will never be destroyed again. That's the promise of the rainbow, at least from a biblical um, viewpoint. And so there are things that we, um, you know, might go through some really difficult times and that's the storm and that's the cloud. But if we stay focused on kind of the rainbow at the end, we'll find that we are in a much better place emotionally. So we need to look for those blessings, right? Um, our grandson recently, our first grandson, um, you know, which talk about a blessing, uh, was born. And he was born on St. Patrick's Day. And of course, you know, me being in my field and what I do, you know, part of my specialty is, is doing substance abuse treatment. And I thought, oh, great, you know, this is just going to be a big opportunity to party. And oh my gosh, when he's, you know, old enough to drink, he's going to overdo it. And I kind of went down this negative path. And then I realized, you know, I said, stop, wait a minute, you know, what a blessing that he was born, St. Patrick's Day, right, the, the whole idea of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, and um, I, I thought, oh, that's so cool, like, he really is the pot of gold, you know, at the end of the rainbow for my daughter, she'd had kind of a difficult pregnancy, and, and, um, and so he really, he's become our nugget, you know, that's what we call him, because he's a little nugget of gold <laughs> in our pot of rainbow, and so how you see things, is just so important, whether you can laugh or whether you can get yourself all worked up about things. And, you know, sometimes um, we have double the blessing and it, when we're looking at things. And so we, we want to share our gratitude with other people, right? Um, that, that we are grateful and that we share that and we share things we're grateful with, with other people. And part of the definition is that, you know, we are gr grateful for the things um, that we've been given and it's recognition of those things. And so it's speaking about what you're grateful for. 
to other people, about other people, with other people, right? And so we can't just let that gratitude, we can't just hide it, right? We can't just kind of hide it under the bush and and not let it shine through um, because that's really the power in in being grateful is that we speak it. And not only does it improve your mental health, but it improves the other person's mental health. So remember when I said in relationship that gratitude, you know, builds that attractiveness, it builds the trust um, and it builds the good things. So, um, you know, I, my, my challenge to you is to really focus on the grateful things and not the weeds, right? Focus on the flowers and the weeds and speak those to other people. And so this whole deal with COVID, right? There's so much of it that we can't control and we can focus on that. We can focus on, you know, the awfulness and and watch the news and hear all the tragedies on a daily basis. But that's not really doing our mental health and mental wellness any good. And it's not changing the situation, right? So if you think about it, all the things you worry about and that you stress about, right, that you're anxious about, um, a lot of them don't come to, to, to fruition. A lot of them don't happen, you know, and I've had people say, well, see, then, then it's all worth it. And I'm like, it wasn't your worrying that didn't make it not happen, right? It wasn't going to happen in the first place. So you spent your energy and your time on kind of the negative when really focusing on the positive is so much more helpful. And, you know, we do have a lot of things that are, that have changed in our world during COVID. And so, you know, we can't um, gather as frequently and as many people as we want. Um, We, things are being canceled and, you know, the things in the summer that kids usually do are being canceled. Things that we want to do in the summer are being canceled. Um, But, you know, I I think about the fairs being canceled and how kids um, really look forward to that and and adults, too. And it's kind of a showcase of the agricultural way of life, right? That that it's the fair and the summer fair. And if those things don't happen, you know, uh, that's awful. It's terrible. It's kind of what we want to start, you know, immediately thinking about. But we still can do things that... um, uh, that are impactful, meaningful, and show off our agricultural way of life just in a different way. And so um, think about the, our 4-H kids. We have a couple of kids, um, the ones that live next door that the, the parents farm. Um, and they have lots of 4-H projects, right? And so they, the other day they were over and they were, he was taking some pictures of the clouds and, and uh, doing a video um, because he could upload that, right, as part of a 4-H project. And it could be a virtual, it's a virtual sharing of things. Um, they have bunnies in the backyard. And, um, you know, it's kind of the process, right, of learning. That's what this is all about, is the process of learning how to care for animals or, you know, how to to, um, learn things, agricultural things. It's not so much the fair at the end, although that's a culmination and a great showcase. The important things are also along the way. And so we want to focus on the now and the present. And um, that's where gratitude really starts is focusing on what we are grateful for right now. And, um, you know, that's why we call the present a gift because the present is a gift, right? And the past is, is frozen in time. We can't do anything about it. We can get frustrated, you know, or upset, but we can't change the past. It's frozen in time. And the future is unknown, right? And, and we can be anxious about the future and what's going to happen. And, you know, the COVID thing is really heightened that, like what's going to happen and what's going to happen next. But we can't do anything about that, right? 
and we can't control that. But what we can control is the present. And that is what it is what it is a gift is the present and being able to focus on that. And what can we do to make it better right now? And so we have to learn when we're being grateful of what, what you can change and what you can't. And there's a serenity kind of like flow chart. So if we think about serenity as something, you know, we want serenity, we want peace, we want, um, you know, life to, to, to go well, basically for us that we have to do some things to make that happen. And there's a serenity flow chart. So it doesn't just fall out of the sky on us. We have to learn um, how to kind of be serene. And so we have to learn what we can control and what we can't. So if you have a problem, right, there's a problem, you have different choices you can do. You have to say, okay, is this really a problem? Um, it maybe. If the answer is maybe, then you ask for wisdom. Like, help me understand, is this a problem? Is this not a problem? So seek out wisdom. If you decide that, yes, it is a problem, right? Then, okay, can I change it? So what can I do about it? If the answer is no, I can't change it, then we have to accept it, right? And because there's nothing we can do about it. If the answer is yes, it's a problem and I can change it, then we can get into action, right? Look for courage, do the things we need to do and we can change it, right? So the serenity kind of flowchart really is identifying, is there a problem? And second step, can I change it? And the answer to that question is really important in terms of how you, um, how you deal with it. And so, you know, during COVID, we can't have... Um, there's some things that we can't change. And so, you know, weddings have been postponed and funerals if you've lost a loved one and has been really difficult. Um, and all kind of normal life being disrupted a little bit, um, our ability to, um, you know, our economy kind of is difficult. There's some things we just can't change, but we can make the most of what we have. Um, and so there's, you know, when you were, I think, in an agricultural way of life, there's some things that, you know, being slowed down and learning how to um, kind of connect with each other in new ways is really interesting. And so maybe you, you can't have the big wedding, but you can have, you know, maybe a smaller wedding on your farm place and, and the cows can be <laughs> a part of your guests, right? Um, or you, you can do things, you know, like when visiting the nursing homes and being able to see your loved ones, um, you know, that's been an offense for a while. And you might not be able to go in, but you can come to the 